Hey everybody, it's good old JR Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling, and you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. Uh, so, answer, you did well in the drinking challenge, but I got to say, mm-hmm. you know, As long always. time, long time sponsor of the podcast. Once again, Jim Beam came through zero hangovers this As weekend. Always. Well, regardless of the amount consumed. Yeah, but you you have it with water, so I well, mean you're yeah, getting yeah. plenty hydrated. That's true, I guess. That is that a that's splash. Is it, it fair? It's a splash. No, I think it's a tall uh, boy with a full glass of ice. Yeah, it's yeah with ice. <laughs> and then remember, it, it was it was ninety ice. degrees this weekend, so that yes. like ice melted immediately. The, the amount of time I spent in the river, I was like a <laughs> I was like a sea otter lay, laying there in my on my back with my drink. I in the spent river. some time in the river. <laughs> Short, unpleasant period of time. How, how about you tell us about it? Oh yeah. God. But before you tell us about it, we're coming to you live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. We are broadcasting once again on this 4th of July weekend from the Whalen Corporation studios nestled in the heart of the Fox Valley. I, quite frankly, the only valley that matters, in my opinion, <laughs> except for maybe Hill Valley. But uh, yes, once again, this is the Bad Medicine Podcast. Oh, We've beautiful. got a good one for you. Beautiful, as always, there, Mason Quinn. Toast to you. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, dude, I love that basketball challenge. It was great. That was a good one. It was a lot of fun. It yeah. was actually pretty entertaining. I was very surprised that nobody took a bottle to the teeth or that, the junk. That was my concern with mm-hmm. the top of the beer bottles, was having it yeah. bounce and fly up at the teeth. Although, I don't know if... Um, maybe an overinflated basketball would cause the bottle to bounce faster. You know, like I feel like a, a basketball that's I don't know the exact PSI of that basketball. Yeah, Is I that feel like regulation. It, <laughs> it's just. I feel like if we pump that I thing like full of air and you, then you drop it, the bottle probably yeah. would have shot back up faster. Well, you don't throw it down either. But like let's someone. Yeah, I, let's I, also take into consideration the fact that some people are just uncoordinated and not all that agile. And that doesn't include. They're not athletes like us, Dave. No, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about just <laughs> oh, people. I thought like, you're talking, I'm talking about, about people in general. About me. That's, that's why I turned and looked to you. And look, the, the reality is. The reality is, is if you've got hundreds and thousands of people shooting these videos, you're going to have a couple people that have some, you know, nut shots and some funny, uh, some funny angles. So, but it was a fun challenge that, you know, really just started, I want to say about a week ago or so. So Uh, the challenges that we've done so far have gotten good feedback. We've done three of them. So especially during the summertime when we can be outside and doing challenges, we're going to continue to do more. I think the next one we're going to do, I think we've decided we're all going to do the one chip challenge. And it'll be in two weeks. We're gonna order those up. What is it like? Thirty five. It's like thirty five bucks a chip. Isn't Instead, thirty to fifty five. Uh, thirty seven fifty is what I saw on Amazon 50. when I sent. I'm just gonna to take guys. a knife and grind it into my tongue. And, no, and no. See Quinn, how far Quinn I can will do, do the more. seven whoppers and some fries challenge. I would much rather eat one hot chip that was too hot for my mouth than overeat. And feel like disgusting for the entire day. Because even if your mouth is burning, that might go away after like like an hour or two. You know? <laughs> but like when you overeat, like like grossly, grossly overeat, that can put you out of commission for the whole day. I'm thinking though too, Stuck since it's couch. nice and warm out, I think someone can be stretched out a little more, a little more flexible and doesn't kick someone in the head. 
I tell you what, when I, I watched, I watched <laughs> that. Let that go. I watched that video back. You didn't get kicked in the head. No, no, no. I watched the video back, and it's been a while since I've done anything but kick a bag. But I, I watched the video back, and my foot placement was absolutely terrible. The, the, as close as my foot was placed to you, there was no way my leg was going to get up over your head. My foot needed to be significantly further back, so I had more room to sweep up and over your head. Um, so essentially, you know, what we could do at a different time is we could set it up with like some sort of dummy where I get my foot positioning right. Like, look, they used to have Van Damme on these talk shows and shit. He just like go up there and he was like, it was like unbelievable. I am not him. He just came in cold um, and did the splits. But no, as far as like kicking, like I have a bag, I have a bag in my basement that, uh, or one of the dummy targets, you know, where it's like a upper torso uh, yeah. that I've put up to seven feet tall and kicked it in the face. So I have full confidence, but it was just, it was just, uh, I didn't warm up enough. We didn't really, it was, it was cold out though too. So cold. as warm as you were, there was a really lot of, uh, there was a lot of things you. I did wrong for that. Cause challenge. you cleared Dave easily. Yeah. I wouldn't say easily. Well, cause he didn't, <laughs> he, he didn't put it on top of the It was pretty close, but, uh, Andrew, you got to remember a football helmet. You had the football helmet on too. Now football, helmet's got at least about two inches because you got about an inch and a half of padding. Yeah. She's I didn't want a concussion. He's got Andrew, Andrew got an extra two inches out of it. But uh, speaking of uh, speaking of challenges, Fourth of oh. July weekend this last as weekend as as always the biggest sporting event of the year here in the United States of America. The God who sponsors it? The hot dog Nathan's. eating challenge. The Nathan's hot dog challenge and your champion again, Dave. Can we get a drum roll? Joey Chestnut, what a surprise! What did he get this year? Was it was it seventy? Was it seventy nine? Andrew, can we see how many he put back? I think he broke his own record. Did he? What, what, yeah, he did. Because what's funny is my brother sent it to our group because it was a slow news day for sports. Yeah, I think it was seventy nine beef hot dogs, and the guy is seventy five. Seventy five beef so hot dogs, and second place was forty eight and a half. Yeah, so he had a light. He had so a this small guy, cushion. from what I understand, off. from what I understand, he like trains his stomach all year round like he'll drink like copious amounts of water to try to just huh. stretch out yep. your stomach because physically you can only drink so much water and you'll die physically well, right. you can drink a gallon you can drink a few gallons of water and you won't die you have to really yeah. really overdo it with water to have your electrolyte and balance go that far off where you go into essentially your body and it doesn't really drown itself your electrolyte band balance just gets thrown off and and you can, that guy in robo and you can die um <laughs> But so Joey Chestnut, they say throughout the course of the year that that's how he trains his stomach is not necessarily by eating as much. And I'm sure he does practice runs for eating, but just drinking large volumes of liquids to stretch out your stomach. But because it doesn't matter how much of an appetite you have or anything like that. 75 hot dogs, the volume of it is huge. And he's not really even chewing these things down. He's just like a pelican. Yep. <laughs> shoving them in well, his throat. It's not so much a hot dog, it's the bun because yeah. you have all that. The yeah. I mean, even, I mean, even being able to eat 75, I mean, think about that. Could you eat, sit down and eat 75 hot dogs? Yeah. Oh, you know, he's God. dipping them in water. Just <laughs> yeah, and that's you know, maybe a lot of people don't know this who don't spend their 4th of July watching the challenge. This guy, he dips the buns in water and then sucks them down yeah. so it isn't like he's eating them dry but uh, which is even more gross actually yeah, it's, pretty <laughs> water and, it's pretty yeah. it's a pretty nasty sight to watch yeah but so uh dave uh there it, he is with one of the hot dogs right there you know yeah, always yeah it's, a, they, it's they, pretty squeeze it and, it's pretty gross to watch like if you watch phone. it it is not like a display of like you know 
traditional athleticism that we're used to seeing no, from world no. record holders. Um, but in any regard, as far as the food eating goes, he's won, I don't know how many times in a row, um, I think 12 or 13 now. Dead. But we did see a famous sports writer, Peter King, oddly come out and just rip it apart. Rip, was, a, rip was on not it. a fan of it. Uh, Andrew, tell us a little bit more about what Peter King had to say. Well, he decided to go on Twitter and he posted a tweet which I will I'll put up on the board but right now I'll read it. Yeah, let's read it word for word. And uh, he put a like someone uh, he didn't care at all for the food competition and he's like he'll never watch it. He's never have never will. The, not the point. The fact is ESPN celebrates the birthday of our country by airing a glutinous vomitous and grotesque event. Eating is not a sport. Competitive eating is a sin. Oh. Those are some pretty heavy words. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm surprised Peter King and Quinn have any fun. Quinn, we talked about this in pre-production. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. seems like something where a writer is desperate for some people to be talking about him Absolutely. and just decides, like, what's in the news right now? If I say, hey, you know, Joey Chestnut won again, nobody's going to pay attention to me. So how do I go about getting people talking about Peter King? Let me attack yeah, Joey Chestnut and competitive eating. Here's the thing. Nobody thinks that competitive eating is this great American sport. It's not baseball. It's not basketball. It's not football. It's not, you know, the Olympic 100-meter dash. It's not the decathlon. Nobody thinks that competitive eating and stuffing 75 hot dogs down your throat is this great American sport. It is novelty entertainment. It is satire competition, okay? Now, do these people train for this? Yes, they do. They have to practice. They have to train. And so you could say they're quote unquote skilled in their own right, in their own right rather. But Peter King, let me tell you something. Nobody is looking at this as an actual competitive sport. It is a fun pastime. How many hot dogs can you think you can eat? So to call it gluttonous, of course it's gluttonous. He ate 75 hot dogs, but to call it sinful, I mean, you're really stretching there. And to be honest, with you i think peter king as quinn had stated in pre-production is just looking to get his name out there in a time where talk about sports is limited and i tell you what i I think it's just bullshit i mean like why of all the things that you could talk about right now and maybe that's it you know a a sports writer's got a million different topics right you can talk about the baseball you can talk about potential football you can talk about big trades you got brady and gronk to the tampa bay you got cam coming to the patriots you got all these nfl teams looking to make moves are we going to have a season Mm -hmm. baseball teams doing it basketball is getting ready to start back up hell ufc's got stuff going on there's a million different things to talk about even though we don't have competitive sports right now but oh no <laughs> he's gonna go he's gonna go With after that. joey chestnut yeah. i don't think anybody's ever taken competitive eating seriously it's a, it's a novelty well let me no. ask you guys have you taken competitive eating very seriously as peter king does uh let's see so take it seriously as have i ever watched the uh the uh the hot dog challenge no i've never watched it to me it's kind of like wearing a funny shirt or a funny pair of shoes out you're doing it for a gag you're doing it for a laugh now obviously these guys you can call it training if you want but that's obviously what they do to be able to knock out 75 79 hot dogs but yeah I mean, people look at it as it's kind of a fun, goofy thing to to celebrate and get behind. And it's just like, you know, can we just have some fun? Exactly. What's next? Is the guy going to say, you know, nobody should have a 700 horsepower car because it's just dangerous and unnecessary. And, and we shouldn't be doing gluttonous. that. It's gluttonous. Sinful. 
It's like, you know, this is America. That's what we do. We do things to the extreme. You and know? I do want to point out, sorry, Dave, I do want to point out that these guys, there's money behind this. It's not a ton, but there's still money yeah, behind this. There's, there's money. Yep. I think his, his gluttonous and his sin thing. Look, these are beef hot dogs. You have how many people competing? You have maybe a few. Probably kosher. You have maybe a few hundred <laughs> hot dogs that were consumed in this. A few hundred, maybe. I don't know how many people are competing. Andrew, can you even pull that up? How many people competed? Well, let's be honest, Oak. I mean, do hot dogs really go to waste? Does anybody ever say, you know, you shouldn't waste that hot dog? beef hot dogs. But let's say you had some sort of event where food was just being trashed or whatever for the sake of an event. And you could have some people say, this is very wasteful. There are people that are starving. Um, You could have this food help people and go to a much better use. I could understand if it was at a very large scale. If you were like wrecking like, you know, thousand semi trucks you know semi trucks yeah. full of beef and food and buns for this entertainment thing where it's all just going to waste i could understand people being very upset about that like look instead of having this hot dog eating competition you could have set up a tent in the inner city and had families come in that didn't have anything and had a nice cookout day for underprivileged families or something like that i understand that you're talking at most because andrew like you said people who got second place are around in the 40s of hot yeah. dogs you're talking a few hundred hot dogs, beef hot dogs that went to waste. I mean, they, and they were biggest odds. And they were donated by Nathan's, <laughs> you know, the, right. the, the beef hot dogs. So, you know, to say this is gluttonous and then it's a sin, again, had it been wasteful eating on a giant, giant scale, which is pretty much every weekend in America, mm-hmm. anyhow, you could mm-hmm. take, you know, you could go, mm-hmm. we drove by the Golden Corral in Oshkosh today, which I will say, the Golden Corral in Appleton, Wisconsin is not open. The Golden Corral in Oshkosh is open for business and i'm not one and we're not going to get into the, the corona stuff much i'm not one to shy away from that i don't know if i'm ready to go to a golden corral well, I, yet. Just, <laughs> I just want to stick my hand in a chocolate in the wonderful chocolate and <laughs> i'm not ready to go but you know you could you could say that these buffets and stuff are, are are wasteful and you don't have somebody like peter king saying that and i get like there are certain things that espn is airing right now i yeah. think in the interest of entertainment um you know, given the lack of other sports and maybe as like this old school, like I'm, you know, a, a sports writer and I'm a purist, a purist yeah. through and through and we shouldn't have hot dog eating. Well, where do you draw the line with that? The other day on Fox, two weekends ago, I saw a, a, a PBR professional PBA professional bowling association um, strike a thon where the bowlers had like one minute to throw as many strikes as they could. They had like five lanes set up. And it was a -a strike-a-thon. And I'm like, this is on Fox on Sunday at like noon. I'm tired. A bowling strike-a-thon. And not to take anything away from the bowlers, but it certainly wasn't NASCAR. It wasn't NFL. It wasn't baseball. It wasn't basketball. And, you know, there's, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be all sorts of, you know, goofy competitive things that, that people are going to be drawn to when there's nothing else to watch. I would argue, sorry, I would argue that it's uh, wasteful and gluttonous to not do the Nathan's hot dog eating competition because what else are we going to do with all those extra pig parts that are all left over? They would end up going to waste. And what about all the extra cow parts? I was thinking Oscar Mayer, but then what about all the poor work? 
workers who are working to make a buck who make hot dogs. If you take away the hot dog eating competition, you're eliminating jobs. I don't think it's a stretch to say Peter King is un-American on 4th of July weekend. He wants to put people out of work. That's what I think. I go Peter. Okay, so <laughs> here's, here's what happened. There was five contestants for men and women. Pseudo was the woman's winner. She had 48 and a half and she set the new record because the previous record was 45 by the Black Widow. But yeah, it was just five and five competitors for men and women but uh, five for, for, for five the, women then five men yep yeah. for this so year. 10 people ten they people. probably each averaged 50 hot dogs so you had a few hundred hot dogs go to waste and like quinn like you said second place for women was 16 they make a <laughs> they make a wow. big event out of it too oh, yeah, so you have people there spending money families Island. going out yeah, yeah i mean it's a it's a big deal so um he yeah, is entitled shame, to his opinion. Shame but it's on, wrong. I say shame on Peter King for a sports writer as well um, respected as he is mm-hmm. and as well known to, to stick uh, to right. football, <laughs> Peter. Yeah, to, go, to go out on a limb and talk about, oh, this is, you know, it's one thing to say he doesn't like it. It's another thing to come out and say this shouldn't be on legitimate sporting TV because it's hot dog eating. ESPN doesn't post it because it's legitimate. The they know it's satire. They know it's just a goofy, it's nostalgic fun. thing. It's the 4th of July, hot dog and baseball is the most American thing and fireworks and whatever. We'll get into that shit. Um, But I I don't know. I just, I think I get that right now sports writers are hard up for material and are lacking topics to discuss. But for somebody like Peter King to go after them, and the thing that bothered me was the, the gluttonous and the sinful. Look, it's a food competition. Of course it's gluttonous. That's the exact point yeah. of a food competition. I don't think Peter King should be telling anybody is Peter gluttonous. King, is Peter King a little, he's a little hefty, he's, isn't he? Or he, used he's, to be? Uh, he used to be a lot bigger, but yeah, he's... I believe husky is the word. He's husky. He's, so maybe Peter King, let's not, uh, let's not throw stones when you live in right. glass houses there, Peter that's King. Right. Um, well said. Well, I mean... I get his point with that, but uh, I have. He one. probably cheated in oh, his gastric he bypass has, surgery. He has lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he was a little bit bigger, but yeah. yeah. He's not doing the Frank I just, Thomas. I just think uh, you're, I, like I said, I just really think you're stretching. And Quinn, I get your point. Okay. As a purist, this shouldn't be on ESPN. But it's not like they're running hot dog and food eating competitions no, every day. You know, it's the once 4th of year. July. It's a special mm-hmm. holiday. So for, for them to, you know, to, to have fun doing this. And that's what it's about. It's just about having fun. Have some fun. Well, uh, you know, I have won an eating competition myself right Shocking. there. <laughs> that is uh, at Copperfest back in... Ooh, I want to say twenty. It was four, 2014, what? I think. Twenty thirteen. So was it? What was uh, no, it? it was twenty. Copperfest is the celebration of uh, which great American town? Answer. Is it O'Connor Falls or is it O'Connor? I believe it's O'Connor Falls. You're yeah. the one that won it. We asked you for. It was a hamburger eating competition. Tell okay, us a little so bit about what it. What it was is it was me and like uh, Andrew. One second. He did this after he lost another battle royal. <laughs> All right, Andrew. <laughs> Actually, no. It was the <laughs> debut. Day. It was the debut of Dieter von Baron, and my grandparents were there to watch and watch the failure. Yeah, I was. Uh, I love David Hasselhoff and spoke broken German. To which my grandpa, who spoke German, comes up to me after the match and starts speaking to me in German. I'm like, Grandpa, I have no idea what you're saying right now. Anywho, nine other competitors, especially one that we called the Kool Aid Man. He gave him that nickname. It's not us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, he wore the red shirt with the every, smile on it at every wrestling, every wrestling event, show. So, so yeah. there was 10 of us, and the what it was was to, who could eat a thick burger the fastest won a year's supply of thick burgers from Hardee's. And so, like, 
I'll do it. I don't care. It's a free thick burger. If you think of it, you didn't have to pay for it. So I took the first big bite and I'm like, "Mm, there's bacon in it and stuff. So I'm like, this is going to be tough. And then they gave us all a big cup of water. Joey Chestnut just uh, chimed in in my head and I just, I took a big gulp and it went down so easy. And I'm like, that's why they do it. So I just, I just kept eating it. And like, I put the last bite in and everybody told me this, that Kool-Aid man saw me. He's like, he shoved the whole rest of his burger in, which was like half of it yet. And I gulped it and and I, and I won. And he was irate. The fact that I remember that, like it was yesterday, just shows how burned we had my any, memory we had any, Do we have this on video anywhere? Oh my God. I was like, so, you only had, so you only had to eat one. one. Yeah, you had to so eat one. It, was it, was it wasn't a test of endurance. It was a test of just, speed. This was not a marathon. This was a sprint. So uh, Shane Shane Hills was also in it, and he just gave his burger to somebody else. He's like, "No, I just wanted the free burger to give someone else." <laughs> That's what he did. He did he entered the competition. That's probably what he did. So what do we got to do here? Well, you got to see how fast you need it. He gave it's it to free. <laughs> it's a burger free. Yeah, yeah. No, it's part. It's part, part of the contest. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, that's the only reason why I joined. I was like, what do you have to do? You just have to eat it? Okay. So, yeah, we just were, so after you won, what happened after that? Uh, well, Kool-Aid Man, who was irate, was like, I, I think you should give me half of those. I think I earned half of a year's supply of thick burgers. That's I said, not how that no, works, no, Kool-Aid Man. Winner no, takes it all. Exactly. But then what they gave you was Loser just, takes the fall. All they gave you was a, a stack of 52 free thick burgers that had expiration <laughs> dates of the, each Monday <laughs> of the year. <laughs> so you were... You, oh, it was just one... Wow. Just peeling those yep. babies off. I did do that where I went like how many, three, four at a time. How many did just, you... How many did you have? I them think all? I ended up not using like twenty of them. Oh wow! Well, so you could have given the Kool Aid Man a bunch well, of them. Well, yeah, you could have one for me, one for you. <laughs> well, because like Hardy's was on the way home during that because I lived in Appleton, so oh, I could well, stop I mean, off on Ballard, yeah. and it's like, well, I might, I'm not going to get one like some wuss. I'm going to get like two or three. Hand them off to strangers. Here you go. This one's <laughs> on me. Throw them off the window. And <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: is you had to be, you had to find the cool manager because. Some managers will go. It's it's only the original thick burger, and I'm a big fan of the Frisco burger, you know. Yeah, so you it's like, give me the Frisco, <sighs> and so like some of them would rules be like, the rules. Right, right. so picky. Yeah. But then the other ones would be like, yeah, sure, here you go. And then they would actually throw it in the combo. So all I had to pay for is the fries and drink. I think we need to find another eating competition for Andrew to take part in. There's got to be something going on this summer somewhere. Well, because I did before that do the uh, the beef eater challenge. That's at. Uh, Oh, Dude, I, we got to do that taco. It was uh, right, uh, forty-eight steak. Yeah, friends of the uh, podcast. Let's was find. The, you know what we should something? do is let's find. It. Let's do this. Remember. I got an idea. Uh-oh. Oh boy, Balls this isn't this isn't for all of us. This casual. Is, well, it is for all of us, but it's more for Andrew for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> let's I let's do it. it. Let's start. And we're gonna. I think this is a great idea. We'll do this for all the Bad Medicine podcasts. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and bang that bell. You forgot. So obviously, forgot. we're going to continue to do our challenges. But I think what we should do, I can, like I said, even, even for a bigger myself. guy, I can only eat so much. I, I, uh, any sort of like eat this amount of food challenge, I wouldn't do good at. We should find local bars and restaurants that have these food challenges, enter Andrew in them, 
and document this for the Bad Medicine Podcast. We could do our own challenges here, as we did today, as we've done previously, the one-chip challenge. But as far as any sort of challenges where people are supposed to be consuming large amounts of food, the seven-pound burgers, the seven-pound burritos. Jesus Christ. We're going to document Andrew doing that. I'll bring, like, good, you know, camera here. We can set up. We'll be an even bigger celebrity than you already are. We'll tell a story. We'll We'll do time-lapse videos. We'll like how Joey... Well, like how Joey Chestnut uses water, I just use beer to expand myself. I think that's beer's going to be. I think the foam might slow you down. Yeah, I would say. I think. No, I'm just saying the beer helps expand my stomach. Oh, he's going to drink food. Can get in there. Okay. Dummy, interesting science. Yeah. So that was that was the Fourth of July weekend. Casual scientist Uh, over here. The uh, again the Nathan's hot dog eating challenge. Not much other sports here on the Fourth of July (laughs) weekend, unless you're watching reruns or whatever. Formula Uh, One was back. Stations. Formula One was back. Heard it was. Heard it was a crazy Um, finish. I went to the movies this weekend for the first time. Now, for those now, of you who have, for those of you who have been um, following the podcast for a while now, since I started in September, I believe it was somewhere in there. I think I started in September. Yeah. We did movie reviews yeah. on a weekly basis. That was kind of a regular thing for the podcast, weekly or at least every other week, until the theaters got shut down. I don't go out and drink very much. This uh, margarita with the Terramana tequila is pretty much <laughs> my drinks for the week, and this is a well, good one this week. The beer challenge, basketball and the beer, beer challenge. You did right. very good at drinking. Yeah. Beers. I was so happy Thank for you. you. I'm yeah, so you, proud. You didn't, you didn't look like, like somebody who doesn't like, drink a whole lot. Like the proud dad. <laughs> I can look. I can slam beers. We got to do a beer bong. We got to do a beer bog challenge. That's that where I really shine with the beer bong. That's yep. where my talent really open, comes Open through. the throat up. <laughs> yeah. Open him up. Good. Good. <laughs> no, I just think of uh, Super Troopers. <laughs> open the throat up. Of the ball. But um, <laughs> slap and pickle. Yeah. Good time. Slap and pickle. But so we did. We did movie reviews and i think that was um i don't go out and drink much so my fiance and i go to a lot of movies and and uh almost every weekend i would say we try to see you know what new movies are opening sometimes twice a week you know we'll hit up the five dollar tuesdays and then go on a saturday as well those are awesome but the movies have been shut down for a while and as somebody who goes to the movies a lot i enjoy going to the theater that's kind of my place i like going and so the theaters reopened here in appleton uh, again guys we're shooting this from wisconsin so we're a little bit further ahead as, of some of the other states <laughs> as far as the reopening process uh cases have been lower here so we're doing great as a state um so theaters reopened now i will say uh this was the marcus cinema theaters on the east side of town in appleton uh, marcus hollywood is not open yet diamond dave's favorite owner and the marcus hollywood um so the, the the Hollywood cinemas on the west side of Appleton, only one of them has the reserved seats. The rest of them are the general older seating, which is surprising that they haven't updated yet. So I don't think they can't open until they have some sort of system of reserving seats. Okay. Um, or if they just wait until you know everything slows down to where they're comfortable having people sitting in close proximity to each other. So we went to the Marcus Cinemas on the east side. Um, you came in. They, they handed out masks. Um, they said, you don't have to wear this in the theater we're just asking that you wear it in the lobby oh not like menards where they make you buy one no no <laughs> those guys uh they they handed them out and you know look if they're if they're going to hand this out and they, they the, i will say the people they had working were very polite they said we're just asking mm-hmm. you wear these in the lobby when you get to the theater obviously you're having food or popcorn you don't have to wear it we just ask you wear it in the lobby perfect so we went up to the counter i actually got a free movie ticket from my you know marcus rewards thing so that was great and we went and saw Back to the Future. Now, we had talked in a previous episode about how we thought it would be cool if when the theaters opened, if there wasn't um, 
new movies to show, which there's not going to be. So they, what they had is they had one new movie, Mulan, which actually looks really good. They had a Disney um, oh, animated the, the, the movie. the live ad- adaptation of it? So the live adaptation, which I really do want to see the okay. new Mulan. So we were thinking about going to that. But as we had talked about, we were like, you know what the theater should do is just release a bunch of old classics. Now, we would like to say that they took our advice, but this isn't a groundbreaking. Yes, this they isn't did. a groundbreaking they did. They did. idea. Just quiet. If you're they a movie did. theater and there's no new movies, you're not going to post the ones that were in and out now on DVD in the last year. You're going to post classics. So plan. So Marcus Cinemas on the east side of Appleton <laughs> had Back to the Future. They had Goonies. Uh, they had a couple of the Harry Potter movies. They had Star Wars: The Force Awakens. So the new one, the new or the, the first one of the new. Newish reboot. Um, they had Jurassic Park, which came out in 1993, which I still absolutely love. Um, so we almost went and saw that one, but Hold I haven't butts. seen I haven't seen Back to the Future That's, in the theater. Uh, I think since shit. I was a kid, my you friend know, Brett and I went and saw Back to the Future Part Two in 2015. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow, that'd be cool though. Yeah, so I mean, we went on we awesome. went on the future date. It was October 21st, oh, yeah. 2015, yeah. I believe. I believe it was October 21st. I went as uh, Marty for Halloween that year. Uh, That's great. That's good but stuff. so we went and saw back, we went and saw Back <laughs> to the Future and. And for me, it was a lot of fun because I have my favorite movies that I've seen time and time again, but there's just something different about seeing these movies in the theater. You know, you're sitting there with your big soda and your popcorn and your reclining seat, and it's it's just something different. And the tickets are $5 right now at Marcus Cinemas on the east side. Um, you reserve your seats, so they basically have them in, 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 seats, in sections of two. So there's two seats, and then there'll be two that are open, and they're... Good size reclining seats, so mm-hmm. you're definitely six feet. So you're definitely six feet yeah, apart from everybody nice. else. So, from a safety standpoint, I will say Marcus Cinemas is doing everything that they can within reason. They have half of the bathrooms shut down, so everybody's using the one side. Um, I will say it was it was really slow. And you know, some people were like, "Oh, well, it was a it was a holiday weekend." But usually, holiday weekends are pretty busy at theaters, yeah. especially especially Fourth of July. Fourth of July is always a huge movie release. Yeah, weekend. The, uh, the theater in Shano was showing Fast and Furious one and two. So oh, shout out to them! Shout out to them! <laughs> but Quinn I was there. I think um, I think I'll be going to Four the theaters times. a lot right now. And like I said, I'm not somebody, and we won't get into this too much. I'm not somebody who's you know super super concerned about everything. I'm taking the precautions that I think are necessary. But I will say that uh, Marcus Cinemas did a great job of taking precautions that are necessary while still being able to operate a business. And look, if anybody has a problem with wearing a mask for two minutes while you're in the lobby area, then stay home. I get like the Menards thing because it's like, yeah, yeah you're going to make money. You're getting these things for pennies. They're literally making – Menards is making money on the masks, which I think is bothering people the most. But I think Marcus Cinemas did a great job. So if you're thinking about seeing a movie or thinking about taking your kids to a movie, there's some great classics in the theater right now. The, the original Jurassic Park – is a phenomenal, it holds up. It, it, and that's the one thing I will say. And it's it's interesting that you, you you use that term "holds up." I remember I was at the Arnold Classic this year, and Arnold was talking about the movie Predator, and oh, he says, so and Arnold talks about how I've sh- 
shot movies yeah, that that yeah. really don't hold up anymore today. Like if you put them out today, people would be like, "This looks old. It feels old." Yeah, the storyline. The storyline story doesn't hold up. Yeah, some of the old yeah. horror movies. You know, people watch them today. Like, you know, you, I think any young person who watched it's, like it's, Friday the Thirteenth today, like yeah. if you if they released all the old Friday the Thirteenth, I would go see them. But if you tried releasing it as a new Bass. movie today, you'd be like, "Why is it, what, they're they're running and he's walking?" I can see. How is he catching him? Don't go back inside the house. Why is he get to the road and run? He only walks. He can't catch you. Why go upstairs? (laughs) Why would you go upstairs? (laughs) I like being trapped. So it's it's a great point when you bring up movies that hold up. And Jurassic Park very much holds up today. Back to the Future holds up today, even though you know now. And and we talked about on our show remake it or break it, which we should get back into. but you know, Back to the Future is a, is a fun movie. Um, I think the other movies that they're showing, The Goonies, is a timeless classic. Pass. Um, Pass. I'll fucking kill you, Dave. I'm trying to, I'm trying, to like off, I'm trying to back <laughs> off on my f bombs. Quinn doesn't like it because uh, Rudy's in. I will double punch both of you. <laughs> hey, he said he didn't yeah, like yeah, I'm Halloween. In the same zone, dude. Come Halloween on, was Halloween's John okay. Carpenter. Oh, for, but I, for me, it's like how the gore is back then because it's like it's a it's way cheesy. It's so a little. That, that's, it's a little that's what cheesy. Turns me off. The story, the story still probably holds up and still probably really what good, but it's just you're used to how you can see how gory and stuff well, are now. I mean, it's all psychological. Like yeah, yeah. Halloween yeah. was see, very that, psychological. That is very true. That's but a good I, point I, too. I will say this. I will say that um, if the movie theaters continue to play. <laughs> Pop. I'll say this. If the movie theaters continue to play the classics and the theaters uh, have themselves set up as, as what people feel is a safe place to go, I think that's really a win. And I think that's a good way for getting people to get back to going to see movies. Like there are so many normalcy. There are so many enjoyable movies for families. And these are really good family movies. Andrew, I would like it if they played maybe the original Friday the 13th or an old Halloween, even if they're cheesy, just for nostalgic oh, purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But I think um, the the theaters, if they continue to play these classic movies, I think that'll get people going back to the theaters again. This last weekend was very slow, but it was Fourth of July. With everything, people went out, but went out of their way to plan things to do yeah, for a themselves. Lot of traveling, yeah. And maybe going to the theaters wasn't on the the top of their list. But I think now is a great time if you're comfortable taking your family to the theaters. And I will say, I can't speak for you know. I know in a lot of cities, theaters aren't open, but I can say. At least for Marcus Cinemas here in Appleton, Wisconsin, they did a great job with all social distancing, with masks and safety. Again, the masks you only had to wear in the lobby, not in the theaters. Um, but I think it's a great opportunity for families to go to the movies, get back to some sense of going out within you know reason as far as being cautious, and a chance to see some really, really classic movies. And you know, great movies that parents enjoyed, they can now bring their kids to and have fun and you know, take advantage of an opportunity opportunity that you're really not going to have moving forward look when the theaters get back to normal it's going to be yeah, back to the, the, the it's going to be back to the studios packed. releasing all these backlog movies and things like that and i just think there's something special to be able to go to a movie with you know whether it be your girlfriend your wife or your kids and see these classics in the theater look it is just was a there, different experience in the theater was there anything in back to the future when you went and saw it when you saw it on the big screen that you maybe uh didn't see 
see or didn't catch. Cause like we had talked about before about revenge of the nerds when a lot of people forget, cause you've seen revenge of the nerds a hundred times, but you've seen it a hundred times on TNT or TBS. Was, where it's edited. I'm, I'm glad, you, stuff I'm you, glad you brought that up. So one of the things that I made sure to pay particular attention to was catching things that I had maybe previously missed while watching this movie. And I have seen back to the future a million times, but again, I've, if I, I want saw, someone counting, if that. I saw it in the theater, it was in 1985. <laughs> and I don't even right. really remember if I saw it in the theater. I think my dad took us um, when we were kids, but there were to some really two. cool parts that I didn't ever catch before. Like there's the one part where after, um, Biff crashes his car into the manure truck chasing um, Calvin Klein, Marty yeah, McFly. He goes back to Doc Brown's place. Doc Brown has the, the model set up for how they're going to do it. And the DeLorean's uncovered with the hook. And there's a knock on the door. And it's Lorraine. It's his mom, right? And uh, they cover it back up. And she comes in. And she starts talking. And she essentially asks, you know, Marty. To the dance. But, but um, Christopher Lloyd, you know, Doc Brown's facial expressions. Oh, they're classic. During that scene. <laughs> I've never paid attention to his facial expressions. So she's sitting there saying, you know, basically asking him to dance and Christopher Lloyd is on the car. Because like, <laughs> yeah, it totally uh, blows his whole plan. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the whole thing was they had to get, uh, they had to get, you know, George. they had to get George to go to the dance. And, and Christopher Lloyd's like this and she would say something and be like, and it's almost, it's almost one of those things where they told him, just like go off your natural expressions. Yeah, and there are certain think. scenes in movies where you can tell. And my, my favorite of all time is the dumb and dumber scene where they're in the car and Jim Carrey says, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Go back and watch that. That was mm-hmm. completely ad libbed. That was not part of the script. So Jim Carrey says, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And you get Jeff Daniels going like, <laughs> and then like, and it's, but that's legit. That's real. And he goes like that. And, and then you see, ah! And then you see Jeff, Jeff Daniels, Daniels for like, guys, <laughs> you know, for like a split second, you see him just like, oh, yeah, like, because he, <laughs> he didn't know. No idea. And so, and so, Doc Brown in that scene, you feel like you're getting very real, non-scripted <laughs> responses. Like, oh, Jesus, you know? Yeah, when he does the big eyes, and he's like, and there was, yeah. So there was he's definitely very animated, there was yeah. definitely some things that you you catch in the theater or you're paying closer attention to that uh, that you might not catch your house and you know and the other thing is when you're at the theater there's never any distractions at a theater you know yeah that's like when true. you're at home you know mm-hmm. dogs running around you know kids and checking this, your phone you, know, you gotta go to the bathroom well i took a picture of my phone in the theater i'm like oh yeah this is good stuff <laughs> but you know that was quinn <laughs> always saying quinn always took a picture of your phone he took off quinn, the big camera quinn always <laughs> uses the, the george mcfly's line oh, what am i gonna say to her i don't know tell her that destiny has brought you together and oh i'm right this is good that's stuff, hard stuff. Right. Just, oh, no. well, quinn always Writes it down. Never uses it, but he writes it down. Let me ask you guys and uh, the viewers here: If there is one movie that you would want being played right now, what would it be in the theaters? Old school movie. Go, Andrew. Jesus Christ! Uh, well, you've been winning at everything else today. We thought we'd put you yeah, on the spot a little bit. There we go. Throw me on the heap. Um, Actually, uh, because I watched it in theater, Jurassic Park. I, I mean, I remember going to see a rated R movie, and I was like in third, well, 93, yeah, I was in third grade, and good old children's cinema. Yeah, go ahead and go watch it's it. It's a kid's movie. It's about it's dinosaurs. Kid, it's about dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Barney back, has a, man. It's I'm pretty back. Sure, I'm pretty sure Barney has a cameo. The good know? news yeah. is, is everyone is back for Jurassic 4 with Chris Pratt. Well, I was going to say that... Uh, 
for Fourth of July box office rates, uh, three of the top four are Transformers, and the only one that's in there that broke it is Jurassic World. Quinn, what about you? Um, one classic movie you want to go see in theaters. Yeah, so this this is one that uh, Diamond Dave and I had talked about in pre-production. And just to, real quick, though, I did want to say Jeff Goldblum is apparently still driving the uh, the Mercedes that they gave him from Jurassic Park back in 93. No way. Yeah, he was on a talk show, and he said, he's like, yeah, I still have it. I'm still driving it. So big shout-out to Mercedes. Like That's awesome. Seems like something Jeff Goldblum would do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, my, my movie, if I could go see it, would be Tango and Cash. That's yes. the movie I want to go see in the theaters. Yes. That's a phenomenal. Um, and Dave and I are big fans of that. Just It's a movie of pure one-liners. Uh, it's like you said, no, we don't need dialogue. Just do one-liners. You'll be fine. So this is an easy one for me, and I, and I think they released it in the theaters a few years ago, and I wasn't able to go the weekend they had it. They had it as their classic series, and I was out of town and wasn't able to see it. But for me, if I have to pick a classic movie, it's Top Gun easy but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna throw the uh the kid running the the old digital reel a little little 20 something on the side to turn it up a little bit extra (laughs) for the jet but for me yeah yeah, easily top gun and they do it they do top gun every once in a while but like i said the last time they did it um i missed it so i would love to go see top gun in the theaters you totally stole mine so instead <laughs> i will blood. Go, nope i will go days of thunder Ooh, oh that's another solid pure with, yeah. engines just, just going right up. up i'd love to see you that know, in theaters. i do think that i and you know maybe i'm you know naive to it or not on enough social media to know but i feel like the movie theaters don't maybe do a good enough job of promoting when they're doing the classic movies they don't because it, it seems like all of a sudden you hear about it like oh god yeah, how long have they been doing this for like Dave here. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, future. we've been doing this for years. I'm like, oh, so yeah, so they, they, if you sign up, I mean, like, I have the magical movie rewards for Marcus, which is a really good rewards program. Like, because every time I go, you know, you get two tickets and a bucket of popcorn, and I don't know, it's it's a great program, discounts yeah. and coupons and stuff. So, um, like, <laughs> thanks. You're welcome, Greg Marcus, for promoting your <laughs> Don't mention his your name. Program. Uh, no, Dave doesn't I like I love him. when he comes on and invites me uh, to the theater. Yeah. Oh, my you God. Know, it's, it's so amazing when he does that. Genuine, like cheesy. It is not you genuine, Dave. No, but it's it's cheesy. I, I've gotten to Cut, enjoy it. Like, too. I'll always be there and go, thanks, Greg Marcus. <laughs> <You know? laughs> thanks, I always Greg take Marcus. a picture and send it to Dave. But I, th- I think it's great. I, I really like when they play the old movies. I took um, my nieces and nephews to see Goonies, you know. They when they said shit, you know, the kids got oh, is that a swear word? You know, so I, I thought that was hilarious. Um, every Christmas they they play older movies. I've you know, I would we imagine went, Christmas Vacation. We went saw Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I, I will go and classic. see Christmas Vacation every year. Um, I wish they would play Home Alone. I haven't had a chance to see Home Alone. I was going to say, remember last year we went and saw Die Hard, a great Christmas movie. As it is, it's definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> a lot yeah. of a lot of fireworks. So, but I think, there's, but in, 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 in any regard. Uh, yeah, oh. but in any regard, um, I think uh, again, especially for people in Wisconsin, you know, one of the states where things seem to be under control. If you if you feel comfortable going to the theaters and your local theater is doing a good job as far as their preparations, um, I think now is a great time. Marcus was right when they reopened, and they're changing it every week. That's a great thing. So I'll probably be at the theaters every weekend. I feel really bad that I missed last weekend. They had Saving Private Ryan. Oh, that would have been amazing, and I missed that. Look, Saving Private Ryan. On the big screen, the D-Day scene alone um, would have been worth it. But so I'm excited to see. And you know what? I'm going to pull up my app here real quick. We're doing it live. Well, because that was your thing. I was like, what is your biggest movie or scene that you'd want to see on the big screen? And you said Saving Private Ryan. It's like... 
you're right. I've only ever seen it on TV yeah. or something. God, you know what made Private Ryan know was Vin Diesel. I gotta say, he was just well because I was gonna say because he one just loves that Vin Diesel. Was well, because you love the Ford before, Ferrari, and before, like that's one. Before you get rolling on that, I would. I am disappointed that we can't watch that new Tom Hanks movie in the theaters because I'm sure the surround sound that the theaters have with that new movie. Whew. Which one is that? Uh, don't worry, I'll, it's the don't new worry, World War. Be, it's a World War Two movie, right? They're out in the the ocean fighting. I can't remember what it is. I, I assume I it's about know. the battleship. It's about no. the. <laughs> no. It's the one with Charlie Hunnam and the big no. robots. Apple, <laughs> Apple TV. Apple TV Pacific bought the rights to room. display it for. Oh. I'm sure it's about like the it's battle in the Pacific or Midway. He's so excited about it, he doesn't even know. Well, know. yeah, it's like yeah. it's going to be great. What's it called? Can't remember it. Big? You're looking it up? <laughs> yes, I'm I, looking you know, up right now. You in do? terms of like a modern movie, though, I would love to go see Fury Road in the theater again. God damn, that movie just melted my Greyhound? brain when I saw oh, it. Greyhound. Greyhound. Fury Road was a phenomenal it was. Movie. I, I came out of the theater and I felt drunk because I just had so much <laughs> like a stimulation. That's because, we knocked or, that's because we drank so much. Wait, we didn't bring Because I was drunk when I went in to watch. No, we didn't, now, we didn't bring any, did we? I don't know. I, didn't, I don't Fury think I saw it with was, you. I think no, I saw no, it with somebody else. Uh, no, I remember. I was I'm so sorry. pathetic. I saw it myself. That movie was, Fury Road was absolutely incredible. Oh, it's just a masterpiece. And the sequel is coming. Uh, Fury Road, The Wasteland is on its way. I just love that Charlie Theron wore a wig for A Million Ways to Die in the West because she had her head shaved for a, for Fury Road. For Fury Road. Is it Fury or Furry Road? Who cares? Oh. Pass. <laughs> oh, shut up, You didn't Dave. like Fury Road? No Mel Gibson. Right. No likey. Did you not like it because it was that scene? Probably never even Mel saw Gibson? it. Oh. I saw it. Tom Hardy did a really good job. As always, dude, the guy was in a movie where he's in a car talking on his oh, phone, geez. and it was incredible. <laughs> Tom Hardy's pretty much incredible. In that. If you're not hard for Vin, it's for Tom's. Jesus, dude, Christ. delivers. Have you Brady? seen? <laughs> 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 Have you seen what? We don't want Dobber commenting. Tom Hardy's in the car. <laughs> yeah. in my phone the whole no, time. Tom Hardy and everything lawless. Well, oh, yeah, that really one movie, uh, Bronson. Did you see that? No, I didn't. That's a little uh, Chris Pine and Tom Hardy and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, wasn't that uh, where they're both like spies trying to get her attention yep. or whatever? Oh, yeah, yep. Rom com. Yeah, I started watching Batista's watch new that. movie. My spy didn't get all the way through it. I you know? I like that. It's a, it's it's. A, I yeah, think man. we all watched it here. We did. Yeah, yeah, it's like you can't have like super high expectations. Like it's Oscar worthy for Batista, but it's just a good like nice like sit at home Kid with movie. your family. Yeah, yeah with family, family movie. Day. Yeah, there was a lot I was of talking. So right. watch watch it with your ultrasound of uh, the baby yeah. oak. <laughs> I'll bring just, it up. Just put the like the, the yes. beat speakers right on so there. there with that ultrasound right there. I'm I'm, uh, I'm having uh, internet <laughs> issues here. God, that's fucking. That's great. Unable to connect to the internet. So fireworks. My phone might be jacked up from my dip in the water this weekend. Um, but um, <laughs> so one thing that I did want to talk about, we want to talk about the Fourth of July is, uh, and 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 people might have noticed this as well. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> With the absence of large fireworks shows in cities across America, is it just me or was every asshole, <laughs> there was at least one in each neighborhood yes. lighting yeah. off an insane amount of fireworks, not just last night, but like this entire month. And not just little oh, guys. Driving home <laughs> from the theater last night, I have never seen more like 
big fireworks <laughs> in one night coming from all over the city than I saw. It was, I mean, it was you, were you guys seeing the same thing? Dude, uh, last night to the assholes in my neighborhood, uh, <laughs> blowing off your shit until about 1 a.m. was such not a cool. No, it's, <laughs> dude, it's been going on for five goddamn Whatever, nights. Oscar. Yeah, go back to <laughs> You're just an asshole. Whatever. Keep going. No, 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 I want to hear, I want to hear your complaint, Dave. No, no it's just okay. stupid. Then another thing, you didn't know how to drive either. <laughs> I bet you he doesn't. <laughs> he probably left fish in the microwave <laughs> and then chewed with his mouth open. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I was in, I gotta say, I was in northern Wisconsin in a relatively remote area and there was fireworks going on all over my cousin put on a display that i don't know how much he spent but it had to be five figures it was impressive yeah. i think the uh in wisconsin i think the indian reservations were definitely sold out of all their fireworks because people had the good stuff and it was in high quantities well because uh, i was at my cousin's and their neighbor like he was a farmer that owned that land sold that land but he's he still lives very modest still drives the same truck from the 80s like but his big thing is, well, you know, with these people bought my land, you know, to build their houses on, we're going to celebrate together 4th of July. So he spends like close to 20 grand just on fireworks. Like my, my, uh, my cousin was telling me, he's like, yeah, every time you think that's the grand finale, you're like, oh, it's done. Boom, 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 yeah. more and more and more. And it was just amazing. And like, he started, like I was there like 830, he started. So you could still, it was still pretty light out. I was leaving when it was like as dark as like this little gift that I put up and he was still shooting him off and he still went another like hour yet after that. Yeah. It was just amazing. The quality of the fireworks that people had. I mean, they had like the full, like, uh, like showers that would rain yeah, down like the, the Shells and explosion stuff you fire and mortars. And yeah, normally when people ridiculous. are lighting off fireworks in the streets, you have the things that you don't go five, ten yeah. feet high or something <laughs> mm-hmm. like that. You know, shoot well, a bunch yeah, of for colored the sparks. Kids, yeah. yeah, for the kids. But I have never seen <laughs> fireworks <laughs> like what we've what we've seen. You know, especially last night. So I have four dogs. Luckily, only one yeah, of I was our. Just gonna ask. Luckily, only one of our dogs is really. I can't. I can't even adjust myself in the chair with my right arm because it's going to hurt. Um, luckily, only one of our dogs is afraid it. of the fireworks, and it's like moderately afraid. He's not yeah. like totally. Oh, he just like go run in the bathroom. No, he'll just kind of like tuck himself okay. in the corner of bark. a couch or whatever, you know. But the other three dogs, Do they could bark? not care less. No, they don't bark, so they just they just chill. So I think having one dog that's scared, but the other three just chill, and the other dog kind of like, oh, are, we, are we everybody good? Yeah, we're, everybody, everybody, everybody else good. What's wrong with that guy? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good then. I'm good. But uh, I know a lot of people who did have dogs that are afraid of fireworks, which is a lot of people. Um, this was an especially rough month. Um, but I think just, you know, I'm not going to get mad at people because I think just like everything else right now, people are looking for some sort of escape, something to do, something to take their minds off. And look, um, you know, I thought about going to my brother's house. You know, I didn't want to, you know, upset his neighbors and stuff like that. But thought about, you know, going and doing a, you know, a little fireworks yeah. show there. I don't know I that mean, I would have. I don't know that I would have done the ones that shoot up in the sky and stuff well, like that. Because this was uh, L.A. last night. Yeah, in Just, L.A., people were going crazy shit. with them. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! So as a as a young, that's just a random drone of L.A. So it was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Holy balls! People just wanted, you know, it was their like oh, California. California has been. That's their way of having fun. This, you know, it's all over the city. But I was going to say as a youngster, uh, my parents had friends that they worked with. It's impressive. They had a little plot of land and they just lived in little 
you know, little campers and they live by these ritzy people. And what they used to do is they would have fireworks wars every year. So they would have their fireworks back and forth at each other. And we always, where I was, we always had the quantity. So we had a lot more, but they had the quality because yep. they had the big guns that you felt it in your chest. Yep, you used to have to go down to Tennessee to get those. Oh, yeah. You, you can get them also, anywhere. They would, they would probably shoot off like 15 fireworks, but each one was like, yep. you freaking felt oh, it Oh, you could chest. still get the good deals. To, yeah. For some reason, Tennessee, it's like. Yeah. Would you guys remember yeah. back in the day, whenever you had a friend who like was going down to Florida <laughs> on a vacation and they were driving down it was always hey you're stopping in tennessee my right, for the stepsister good stuff. my stepsister i must Moonshine. have been 12 or 13 years old and my you know my stepdad when i was younger we always had a neighbor that put on like the big neighborhood shows the vandersandens and the holtzes and what it was is the holtzes they lived right up on franklin street they took a trip to tennessee each year mm-hmm. and so they would buy a ton of stuff for dirt cheap and bring it back the trailer and i think reason. i think jim vandersand you know a buddy of mine's dad i think he would give him some money hey get some for us oh, yeah. and they did like a dual family like fireworks thing but it was always like crazy mm-hmm. and one year my stepsister and her husband went down and they were in tennessee and they came back and they came over for the fourth of july and they had like you know, like the big tables you use for like graduations, like three of them covered in fireworks. And I'm like, yes. I was like 12. I'm like, what the heck is yeah. this? And I go, oh, they were in Tennessee. And like, you can spend like a hundred bucks and just get like an obscene amount oh, of yeah, stuff. And I don't know whether there's manufacturers down there or how that works or the, why their laws have, are a little bit different. Yeah, aren't they? So they why you have it. one particular state that is just fireworks are so much cheaper, but yeah. And I, and I can't speak to how it is anymore. Like when I was growing up, you know, you had to go to the Indian reservations around here to, yeah, get, to, to get, get the good, good stuff, stuff, but you still paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. Whereas if like Tennessee, you could just get like a ton of stuff. Now yeah. I think, you know, like, man, it's like, wouldn't be a bad idea. Just a road trip to Nashville <laughs> for a night or two, hang well, just to hang out in Nashville. Just to like load up the back of a of a truck. My my oh, uncle you need to load up a truck, huh? <laughs> yeah. My uncle drives a semi. You knew he was going to do that. Yeah, you he had to. You Jesus Christ! I underhand pitched that one. Didn't I, I was just underhand say, slow pitch. <laughs> my uncle was already telling me he's like, "Yep, I'm going to get some good fireworks this week because yeah. he drives truck like uh, through the Midwest and out east, and so he he." That's what he does is he waits till, you know, now he can get them for dirt cheap yeah, because it's after 4th of July. So, he, uh, so like, we, I had a video where uh, he had, like, all these firecrackers. He's like, ah, they're between 15 and 20 years old. So my cousin just poured <laughs> gas on it, just tried to do the trail. So it was like the movie, like the Wolverine where you see where you're like, and there's the trail and then it blows up. Didn't work. Hey, did you uh, he guys- did like 13 tries, but yeah, it took like it was like watching popcorn pop in a microwave because like, like oh it's done out of ten it, go well, yeah you'd think it'd be done then all of a sudden pop pop <laughs> did you guys growing up ever have bottle rocker wars oh of course Roman candles yeah, yeah. Roman candle wars <laughs> yeah best. We did that where you you snip the end off the bottle rocket, light it, throw it in the air, and we have to sit stand in a circle. We used to put little copper and then as soon as it hit, bikes and drive around with missiles on our bikes. <laughs> oh, that was we awesome. watched the Chuck Norris movie. Remember the Chuck Norris <laughs> movie where wow. I think it might have been Invasion USA or one of the Delta Force movies. But I think he had like a KLR six fifty and he had missile launchers on that it. So it's probably cool. one of the best video. videos on the internet, and I can't stress how much to not do this because of how dangerous <laughs> it is. <laughs> There was a video of some trailer park somewhere where they had a Roman candle in the ground safely, and a little wiener dog went and bit it. 
And it was the wiener dog was running around. Andrew, you could probably pull it up if you type in wiener dog Roman candle. And the wiener dog is running around with it in its mouth. Like I said, I, I will defend these people because they had it in the ground. Yeah, they did their the part. The dog wasn't leashed, and you wouldn't figure they had to do that. But the dog went there and it grabbed is. it. You wouldn't think and, uh, light strength. Which one is it? That this one? one? Yeah. Oh my god! It's a full screen. This bad well because at, well because at my at my cousins Eight that's plus. what they had to do. They had to they had to <laughs> grab a hold of their dog because as soon as the fireworks would go off, they wanted it. So they light the Roman candle oh, safely, safely. Yep. in the ground. I think that is a Here we safe go, folks. Uh, the Roman candle has been lit. Those look like Jordan 2s he was wearing there. There goes that one hold. round. Is that hold? Normally, dogs would stay away from this altogether. <laughs> this oh, oh. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it goes. There it goes. Oh, there, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. I can't believe you wouldn't recommend this. Oak. No, I mean, I was <laughs> look at, hoping look at these glasses. <laughs> no, but I mean, it could, like I said, obviously, any fireworks and dogs could end up terribly. Look at one yeah. backfired in the dog's mouth. Yeah. It could have killed it. So, oh, yeah. I know. And by I, no, I totally in no way, shape, or form am I, uh, but it's, don't be stupid. It turned out good, so dogs. you can laugh. I, at I was it. surprised the dog wouldn't grabbed it. You know, yeah, must have thought it was, um, but no, but yeah. I think my brother and his friends used to have Roman candle wars. I mean, you'll get a little bit of a, a burn if it hits you, yeah, you know, but oh, it's not anything. I'm not recommending it again. You don't want to get hit in the eye with one <laughs> or the mouth. But again, I will say, just don't do a John Paul Pierre where you close your fish oh, around a firecracker. JPP. <laughs> I've already had uh, a friend of ours. He held the firecracker like this. And so the top blew, but he was holding in his hand because the fuse blew too fast. How bad did he lose hurt his fingers? Nothing. Because it was just the there's top a, part. Because just the top There's part a movie up. somewhere. Oh, you know what it was? It's Armageddon. And they're talking about great scientific talk, yep. American They're talking film. about, uh, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Armageddon, when they're talking about blowing the asteroid. And they were talking about originally putting the bomb on the surface. And he oh, said, yeah, if, you yeah. hold, if you hold a firecracker in your hand and you light it off like this and it goes off, you'll get a little burn on your hand. You hold a firecracker like this and light it off and you're losing your fingers. Yep. And that's why they had Bruce Willis drill down to 800 feet with Ben Affleck's help. Yep. Well, they were, movie they, were supposed to, they, were, they were supposed to do it. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. That would, be, oh, that would be right at the top of my list. <laughs> I, would just lose, I would just lose it as soon as Aerosmith starts saying <laughs> No, the scene, I'll tell you what, Armageddon, Uh-oh. the scene where the president's, the yep. president's giving the speech and the little kid, Mom, the salesman's on TV. Yeah. And the dad who lost it all, walking out in his fucking orange suit and getting ready to go save the world. I'm that so, is an emotional... Yeah. Like there's not a lot of movie scenes where I get <laughs> emotional. That is, I don't care. That is an emotional scene. You know, the dad's all there. Look, I got some. You're a casual. I got emotional something. Guy. I'm a casual emotional person <laughs> in the theaters. You know, the dad coming up. I think the last time I was really a wreck is. Have you seen the art of racing in the rain? No, but you mentioned no. This, oh, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. said that before. The art of racing in the rain was such a phenomenal movie. My buddy Andy's like, dude, you gotta go see this movie. I thought it was. And normal. the art of racing in the rain is just a big metaphor for metaphor for life and they talk about how if you learn to race in the rain and you can expect it then you know you know and the guy was racing Le Mans so, yeah. you know these 24 hour races Kid where you Miles. have to race through the rain but um, a phenomenal movie and it, let's just say oh, it, had, with this it had dogs in it so you it's know it's with him 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, no wonder. This. Okay, no yeah, wonder. So good. So he's, good. He's a great actor. He involves actor. a dog, and the dog's like, and you hear the dog's perspective narrated by Kevin Costner, which oh, you don't even yes. you don't even know that it's Kevin Costner in the movie until somebody says that was Kevin Costner. Like, oh my <laughs> god! But that was probably the last time. And I and I have an old dog, so for me it was like Ooh, it just hits home. Yeah, it hits home a little bit harder. But I will say a bit of fireworks safety for all you people out there. So. Um, I knew that we had the big celebration at my cousin's going on this weekend. So I just went into Walmart. I had to buy some fogger for down by the river. And so I bought some of the cheapo, you know, fountain fireworks, whatever, yeah. just oh, to have yeah. some fun with. Fountains are nice. And um, we lit those off and, you know, they did the thing. They were done. A- afterwards, I th- put them, just put them all in the fire pit. Figure, hey, this is a good spot. <laughs> I'm not kidding you guys. Like an hour later, they started on fire. After they were out, they were done. They had sat around for a while. I threw them in the fire pit. Like an hour later, they, they went on fire. So did anything start going off after? <laughs> no, no. So that's why. Oh, I I you, that's where that story was yeah, going. No, they were hour later. Hit the cabin. No so, longer have a no, cabin. I mean, but they're hot. Yeah, they're yes. going to be smoldering. So do you yourself a, a favor and uh, get a bucket of water. Yeah, that's what my brother and sister in law do. But as a kid, before the big booms or whatever, the coolest thing I thought was the tank. Oh, Remember you'd light the cool. tank. Yes. Up? So what I used to do is get the tank and then line up all my toys and be like, all right, let's see what the <laughs> tank's gonna <laughs> hit. I was like, what's it gonna hit? Like, tank. Oh my god, that was uh, that was so innovative to me at the time because but at that time it's like, oh the sparkler's cool. Yeah. Snake, how does it keep growing? Yeah, you know, that type snakes yeah. were mind blowing. They were little, little turd like yeah. this, and it's it just got, keeps going. It's gotta be done now. Oh, it's gonna keep it was, going for another it hour. It was probably some like super hazard this chemical that we didn't even know with the smoke bombs how many of you guys uh treated it like you're a superhero you lit it and threw it oh, and- everybody threw them like a grenade <laughs> do it do it when i had uh, we took we got a bunch of fireworks like half sale or whatever me and my buddy and this is like during like you know peak raw nitro so i was like we're gonna have fireworks behind us and i wish we had cameras because like we set up the two like fountains like this like an x so we actually had like the x behind us going like that and we're like sitting there like yeah doing the dx (laughs) shop and everything but nobody had a camera to record us or anything like that it was wasted waste of time just think of all the cool shit you did as a kid that if we had one of these stupid fucking things you'd have it fucking on there probably wouldn't have a job i would say (laughs) that is true though too (laughs) i would argue i would argue that cell phone cameras are one of the biggest catch-22s of all time because there's so much stupid (laughs) shit you did when you were young where you're like oh man i wish we would have had that on camera that would have been that have been so cool to record that no you don't on the flip side of that (laughs) there are so many there are so many things that happened when we were younger and where you're like Oh man, I am glad nobody had a camera around to record that. Uh, do you think that this is a good question for everybody following? Do you think that cameras on cell phones? Uh, I don't want to want to say a good or a bad thing. I mean, they're great for recording memories. Just but what's your ideas like, of it? As far as like stupid shit, is it, it is kind of like Catch Twenty Two mm-hmm. for the people who are in there, like you know, thirties and forties who, you know, did a lot of dumb shit prior to phones being around that had cameras in them. Do you wish if you're like 40, like my age and you did a lot of dumb shit when you were younger, do you wish 
that you had a, a cell phone camera around to record it, or are you happier that uh, that you pretty much didn't? Uh, I mean, it's it's a, it's an interesting catch twenty two. It's a real double edged sword. Oh, I wish we had had a camera. Oh man, I'm so glad we didn't have a camera. I'm so, I'm so much more of a legend up here than I am if it would have right, been recorded. Like, yeah, because think about that too. Like, you can there's, like the, the you, there's something that you play out in your head. Like, oh man, that was so awesome. And then if you go back and you watch it, you're like. And I jumped my car like 50, 60 feet. You should, see, even like our like bottle man. challenge tonight. You should see Andrew. The bottle flew up in the air. He dove and caught it. <laughs> well, that is the thing, too. It's like the fisherman's story that the fish was this big, then this big, yeah. then this big. So over the years, the stories get better. Oh, you just got to hold it closer to the camera. You got to hold it closer yep. to the camera. Richard, <laughs> my stepdad, Richard Phillips, Oops, is the sorry, expert. <laughs> He'll catch a muskie. My, you know, he's a stepdad's a pretty good fisher, but you'll get out that cell phone and he will just <laughs> run. Right in your face, <laughs> right in your face with it. And perspective, it. you know, when, and you always oh, think, yeah, whatever. And then you get into the bodybuilding and you learn about angling, which I've talked about on previous um, conversations. When somebody is relatively close to you with the camera, how close you are in, per, you know, in relation to other things makes a huge difference as far as perspective. Um, but yeah. What angle on that one? Perspective, Bob. <laughs> hey, there's a, I know we didn't really talk about he this yet, but. for him. Brett Favre came out, what was it, last week or the week before, and Andrew mentioned something about pulling a Taysom Hill. And Brett Favre actually came out mm-hmm. saying something about Mr. Jordan, Jordan Love, that he could he, be the Taysom Hill. He is a huge listener of the podcast, Brett so, Favre. Is. My uh, question is, guys, oh, don't given you. that Matt LaFleur is not. He's such a grouch. A, a podcast ruiner. <laughs> We're yeah, having so ahead. much fun. Go ahead. <laughs> that go Matt LaFleur isn't the Sean Payton kind of guy. Uh, and he's just like a power run offense, tight end offense, right? Why do you think he's actually going to try to – to pull a Taysom Hill with Jordan Love? Dude, honestly, like, nobody knows. Like, none of us have seen Jordan Love play except for the ultra, ultra diehard fan and fans of that school in college. So it's like the guy could be a total bust and be out of the team in a year and a half. You know? I, I, I gotta, Who knows? I got to feel like, you know, Jordan Love is going to be a backup. They're going to try to get him to learn the system like backups do. I can't imagine, and you know what? I could be very wrong, but I can't imagine an offensive system where Rodgers is in one down and then Jordan no, Love comes no in way. the next to do some sort no of way. trickery and then Rodgers comes back in. One, I can't imagine. Look, it's, it's, it's no secret that Rodgers has not had the best relationships with coaches in Green Bay. Um, and I think given his talent, even though you know he's been slipping the last few years, given his talent, I have a hard time believing that Rodgers is going to be okay with, you know, you're going to have him in, you know, every other series on some random third down. And let's exactly. be honest. The other thing is Taysom, Taysom Hill. Is that his name? Yeah. Taysom Hill. Well, in New Orleans. Taysom he was Hill. He the Packers and, uh, you know, McCarthy is, cut him. And he's uh, like, I'll take just, him the next day. He is incredibly, incredibly athletic. Yeah, so to compare like to compare anybody new to him before seeing their skills, I think, is a bit of a stretch. So, um, I love Brett Favre probably more than any man should love another man for 
purely for athletic ability. Swayze's going to be mad when he hears Swayze. Swayze. Swayze was for his acting ability, not athletic <laughs> ability. Although he was probably pretty athletic. Yeah, but do you think Brett Favre could Brett Favre could rip out a throat like Patrick Swayze? I mean, he probably could. I mean, he's got big hands. Well, he does. Yeah, he can pick up a softball with it or a baseball with his foot. Pick up a softball with his hand. Well, no, I meant a baseball with his foot. Favre can do that. Favre could probably throw like a like a seventy mile an hour fastball with his. I just have a hard time believing on third and 12 when the game is on the line. No, I don't want Rodgers. I don't want the guy that's going to be all over the love. Run a Give me play that like guy. that at third and 12. This is going to be like goal line and how the how the Saints use it. And we saw we saw before we saw, we saw last season where they did a lot of the, like, oh, we got to do the motion. We got to do the fake reverse and then have Rodgers throw it. And then he throws it to the one receiver. So you're that's hoping more there. gimmicks get put yes, in. Yes, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be all the dog and pony show, as our friend Corny likes to say. But that's how that's how the Saints do it. And what who would you rather have in run the, your Aaron Aaron Rodgers, or hey, this young rookie. I think I mean, I'm going to trust the guy who's called the best player in the league at times. That's who I'm going to trust. Idea. Yeah, but you want that because here, taste because uh, here, Jordan Love could keep it and actually run with it. Rodgers, you're more that, than likely. That trickeration shit wears out. Where's the Wildcat offense now? <laughs> you say that about Wildcat, but I don't know. The Saints are still doing pretty goddamn well with Taysom Hill doing it. How many Mr. Super Everything. Bowls do they have? They have with using that. How? how Talk, talk to the refs about that because they would have oh, beat oh, twice. Oh, twice. 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 They would have beat the Patriots that year that the Rams couldn't because you said the game was too big for Jared Goff and the rest of the Rams. The pa- the Saints would have easily beat them. And then this past oh, year. No, you can't say that. They could have had an injury. The guy could have thrown his Achilles out fishing or something. <laughs> falling down fishing. a hill. Torn his peck. <laughs> Torn, Torn his peck fishing and falling in the river and yeah. chest high water. Catch a, could have happened. No. Couldn't, catch a, and couldn't catch a beer can after it hit a basketball because went, oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, I no, I love the idea of being able to incorporate him. In. They gave him the max deal of any rookie in the first round. Well, they they had, gave Jordan Love the max deal of any rookie in the first round. Yes, well, you and it's all guaranteed. You can't make it look it's all guaranteed. Wow. Wow. wow, they went all out. They did I'm because they they're going to use him. <laughs> Jamarcus <laughs> got paid. Yeah, but yeah, but you, yeah. Yeah, he he actually. What did he make? What was it like? It came out to fifty thousand dollars per so completion. What, did, what is what was, uh, what, was Jordan Love's, what was Jordan Love's contract for the one year? Damn, uh, see, Andrew, pull it up. Shouldn't be uh, speaking out before you have all the info, like me. Always prepared. You gave him the max. <laughs> no, you gave him the max. What? <laughs> Why would you give him a max deal of the rookies? because they drafted a quarterback number one and they can't make it look like a mistake? The guy be like, well, this is. is the guy. He's gonna get paid. This is our future. Well, I just think it's funny. In I just two think- years, Rodgers, they can cut him with, like we said a million times, and they've showed it a million times. Right, and they could. But what if Jordan is not all what they want to be? And that's what I'm saying. There's a 90% chance Jordan Love's not even on the team in like two, three years, right? How many quarterbacks speaking, have we yes. seen drafted where this does not work? So, I mean, I we talked about the pick before on previous podcasts. Is it good? Is it bad? I just think people are putting way too much faith in this guy who played at like the equivalent of like a D2 school and didn't even have a good senior 
year, he was good the year before. Yes. Oh, that's par for the Packers. Let's pick guys who have potential. And Rodgers wants well, to he, play he for had, five more solid years, well, too. Well, he, he had a whole new system, whole, whole new offensive coordinator. Maybe he was his, the his, system. His, his uh, receivers that could get open. <laughs> system. So he had a whole so, new system, so, and the system was bad, so he performed bad? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a bad system quarterback. Stop! We're not doing this tonight. Oh okay, so Love and Patrick like agreed to a four-year contract <laughs> worth twelve point three million, all of which is guaranteed. It's the Shit. first time that the twenty-six overall pick in the draft has signed a fully guaranteed rookie deal. So it's the first time. Show me the money. I mean, I know these coaches and scouts obviously know more than we do, but I'm just no. looking at history. And it's just like I have very rarely seen this work out. You, you know, Good. to your point with the coaches and scouts. Yeah, they that's, that's do. what they, that's what they thought when Rodgers. They're was too. Smart. He's gonna be ever, terrible. And I know we've all said this before. Not, Sometimes they're too smart. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I'm just talking on <laughs> <under> my <book. laughs> the uh, the offense coordinators and all those guys, right? How many times have they outsmarted themselves? Uh, Mike Ditka is in his draft when he was with the Saints, going for Ricky. It he was, was well, he was good, but you needed more than. Remember Ricky. when Ditka put on the dreadlocks? He was so excited to draft him, and then they did the. He was in the tux, and Ricky was in the. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. But anyways, sorry. Who knows? We're, we're getting what, off what, topic what, if, what if we get another? What if we get another decade, another fifteen years of a, an elite quarterback? <laughs> how much, are, scary how much is everybody else in the league? So you uh, went from uh, Favre uh, to Rogers uh, to Love. It's all three Hall of Famers. Huh? Yeah, there we Good go. Time. There it is. Well, maybe we'd get a third Super Bowl oh out of it in the modern era. That, that would happen, magazine. right? Yeah, just one. We get one, one and weird. one, and not multiples. Each just quarterback one. only Ricky gets Williams us one good, Super Bowl. Man. He was the man. Well, it's better than you know. Jim McMahon was so amazing. One, one. Well, he won with two. The Bears. They're arguably yeah, the best two. Super Bowl winning team. I guess the same team, team same time. stadium. That's <laughs> I said they're very arguably the best Super Bowl team of all time, the best team of all time, the 85 Bears. Yeah. The 86 defense was better than the 85 defense, so. I didn't argue they that. Didn't work. Yeah, we're not saying about stats. I mean, you know, stats can be a turnoff to some people. <laughs> stats, <laughs> stats can be a turnoff to some people. Do we people. got time or should we save this one for next week? Uh, we got three minutes. So. Oh, we better <laughs> turn <laughs> off. No, we'll, we'll we'll finish with this. <laughs> so say five minute warning. You guys are gonna. Oh, <laughs> I, this is hard for me to talk about because I feel like like look, I'm generally not an asshole anymore, <laughs> as much as I used to be, right? And we talk about. I like how you look at Dave for like bell curve. Dave's like, how do I answer this? So every few episodes, we talk about dating and stuff like this. Bad dating advice. I'm definitely yeah. We're gonna need bad dating advice. I'm definitely long out of the dating game. Uh, I have to imagine my fiance is gonna at least wait until the baby comes before she dumps me. So I would hope so. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just you know, looks looks bad. You know, she'll just come to her senses. So you know, I'll probably be you know (laughs) won't be single for at least another you know know five six months it's hard to say you know um but in any regard um i think all of us have you know when this was uh, i forget where this, I, I think this was in a meme or something else uh, you know that, that came up on the podcast topic that we were going to talk about it i think everybody both men and women yes <clears throat> have little superficial things that bother them that would make it hard for them to date somebody of the opposite sex and sometimes it's just the way they chew their food the way they don't use a blinker like <laughs> oh, a blinker oh, I, I hit a microwave I hit a, I hit a 
uh, in a soft spot with Dave. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> this is good this is good stuff. stuff. But it's oh. interesting because you could th- – the thing is, is like – it's so hard to meet somebody these days, and I would have to say not just these days, you know, at any time frame that, that you're really compatible with, that you really want to spend time with, that you have enough in common to where you can see yourself with this person for an extended period of time or, you know, building a future together. And so it's hard enough to find the right person. But I think everybody has little quirks. And I think there's some people who see these quirks and it's just enough to be like, no, push them over the edge. Can't do it. Can't do it. And this was highlighted in by the show Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. The show Seinfeld did a great job. Oh, and, that's what, yeah, and if you Jerry. watch the show Seinfeld, yes. So Jerry, every other episode was meeting <laughs> some beautiful woman that was way out of his league, as our good friend Nick Dobson liked to say. He was out kicking his coverage on a, on a, regular, on a regular basis. And Jerry always found something <laughs> wrong with these women. From um, man hands, eating peas one at a time. Peas one at a time. The actor girl who played wasn't it tawny katane from but, yeah. from the white snake video here i go again that oh was, yeah yeah yeah. there was, was the, the understudy to Bette was, Midler. yeah she was the understudy or whatever and and it was the one where jerry's his penis and his brain were playing chess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and she wanted to read her lines to him and she was like oh and he's reading the lines and his penis and his brain were playing chess <laughs> like he wanted to bang her so bad but he couldn't <laughs> deal with her her acting and, and so we thought that was a funny topic. So we wanted to bring this up. So we'll, we'll go around the table and kind of make it quicker and then ask yeah. you guys. Well, um, your feedback. Yeah, your stuff. feedback. So this is both – this is one for both men and women. I know sometimes we throw stuff out for the guys. But this one is for the men and women. What is a superficial – and I say superficial, like a quirky turnoff that – Somebody of the opposite sex could do that would be enough to possibly be like a make or break for the relationship. I'll start this one off and then we'll go around to Andrew. Honestly, for me, and I commend anybody who is at the gym trying to better themselves. I really do. Regardless of whether you're 200 pounds overweight, you're just getting started, whether you're really fit and you're trying to maintain that, please understand me when I say I commend people who go to the gym He's who are trying He's always so hard. political. Just rip the Band-Aid off. But when a female, <laughs> when a female of any size, so this isn't just whatever, when a female runs funny, <laughs> you know, I seriously when, lost when, somebody, when somebody runs weird and again this has nothing to do with size or shape or anything just because i've seen athletic girl when somebody runs weird like the steven seagal run or or just somebody like runs you know what i'm saying like their arms flail or their knees do something weird together and i've seen people who i've seen women who are very athletic like girls that lift and they're doing like crossfit stuff and you're like wow this chick is like in great shape and then they get on the treadmill and you're like what is that? Like, you know, I don't expect everybody to be Florence Griffith Joyner, you know, come out of the blocks and, you know, break some world records. But that's, that's it for me. When a woman runs goofy, like she could be like perfect. And if we went to the gym for the first time, yeah, I'm going to get on the treadmill. I looked over it. <laughs> uh, we like to sign The way he's staring at your brain. I can look past this. I can do it. No, yes, I can look past it. And then the next time you go to the gym, oh, there it is <laughs> Hey, why don't we try doing the elliptical tonight? No, I'm just going to run. <laughs> Andrew, we'll turn it over yeah. to you. A superficial. 
pet peeve or something that would be a deal breaker? See, for me, it was like uh, the girl that's overly ditzy. I, I don't know, like, because, like, I've been with girls that, like, usually I want to be the dumb one of the relationship. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'd rather have them be the smarter one. But, but I've been with a girl where it's like I tell her a joke and five minutes later she's like, oh, I get it. Uh, so yeah, somebody who doesn't, family get, somebody doesn't get your humor. Yeah. Yeah, that could Quinn, be. Quinn, how about you? Mm. Uh, leg tattoos on ladies. Disgusting. Agree. Oh my God. What is it? 1950? <laughs> Dude, these women out there, these hussies, are getting their leg. Really? Like a leg tattoo? A leg tattoo is so, like, now there are <laughs> certain women who can pull off, like, a full sleeve. Yeah. And you'd be yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, going to say, he's getting used to this. can pull sleeves. that off. But, uh, dude, a leg tattoo, because they're always, like, so out of place and, like, blood. Like, there's no, there's no like, symmetry or form to it. So, you could date a girl with, like, a full, you could date a girl with a full sleeve, but if she's got some weird leg tattoo, well, it's over for she you. probably has daddy issues, but, yeah, I could probably <laughs> date her. Babe! <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Eating, eating with your mouth open. <laughs> it's easy. That, that's with friends too. So, like so what like, about a chick who ran funny, ate with her mouth open, had, had some <laughs> weirdly placed leg tattoo, and didn't understand your jokes? Oh my god, that'd be uh, a winner. So we want to. We're going to turn this over to you guys, both men and women. You could have somebody who's totally perfect, but a little quirky thing, something that bothers you, <laughs> that would be the deal breaker. We want to know what your deal breaker is. Fill us in, like comment below let us know what you guys think uh what do, what do you usually say quinn with that like comment subscribe and bang the bell and let us know your thoughts bang the bell you know they probably don't like guys who drink a lot guys who aren't internet savvy guys who are overly muscly muscly Muscle. or guys who are uh too it well hey you know what <laughs> i didn't want to that's what you hard. get but hey, so ladies and gentlemen, again, this is another episode of the Bad Medicine Podcast. Home. For Diamond Dave, Mason Quinn, the Oak. Oh, wait, what is it? 13 and the 2. Appleton. The Appleton Oak. Somebody asked me last week. Somebody asked me last week. They're like, why are they why are they calling you the Oak? Isn't that Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Oak? I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to tell them. Like Appleton Oak. The heat God damn it. Well, in the industry. The industry. Well, that's the yeah, test. So you, you stole the nickname of literally the most popular builder. I didn't make they were like, where did to come up with the oak? I'm like, ah, the guys that I do the podcast with, I'm a bodybuilder. So All right, they called me the Appleton. They call me the Appleton Oak. <laughs> and so the Apple did Andrew just come up with a new nickname? The Apple the Appleton Spruce. <laughs> there we go. The Apple I God, I just got like, demoted. I just got demoted from the Appleton you Oak. You did it to yourself. Well, the guy that well, I, I can't it. just go around and be the Oak. It's, <laughs> hey, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, so that you call yourself the Oak, huh? I just see him coming up to you with the next yeah, Arnold yeah, Classic. It's just saying, you know, it's just What's a little tiny thing. thing so. What's this Oak thing? No, come on, don't be humble. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me how you got the nickname the oak so but he's ma- hey but here's a new one man of 1308 poses from what i've heard what well because hit. the additional it's six moves. were just from him stretching from it's his moves. torn pack because oh, he, has, God, he hasn't mentioned it yet <laughs> i did i said so i said I, 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 I took a hard i took a hard uh, awkward spill this weekend and i and I, I had my arm behind me i can't even move it back <laughs> And I strained it really bad. I may have a I may have a torn pack, so we're gonna see a, what it looks like. It looks fine, 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 but thanks <laughs> also, thanks also to the basketball that helped us in our beer basketball challenge. Thanks to the so, basketball. Diamond Dave, Appleton Oak, Kobe. 
Mason Quinn and the answer. Good night. Good night. Now. <laughs>